Our reading this morning is our gospel reading that was previously read. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, keep our eyes fixed on your word. Keep our lives fixed on who you are. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So from John chapter 20, verse 19, let's read this together. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Here ends our reading. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You ever have one of those days? You ever have one of those days where you have one of those ideas and it's such a great idea and you can't wait to go and tell someone? It's such a great idea uh, that you don't even have to write it down. It's in your head and it keeps going in your head. You ever have one of those days where you get off work, you've been promoted, and you can't wait to tell someone? Or things are going really good, you got that really big contract? You ever have one of those days? You ever have one of those days? where you're having such a great day. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know what in the world is going on. But man, it just seems like everything's clicking. It's one of those days. You ever have a day like any of those days? Because any of those days happens and only takes one. Only takes one. Generally, it's one person. One person can say one thing. And it's done. Mom, I got promoted. Well, you should have been promoted five years ago. <laughs> Mom, I can't wait to tell you this great idea. It's going to change the world. That's great, son. You just need to go get yourself a better job, and that will change my world. Or the idea, oh, man, what a great day. This, this is a beautiful day. I can't. You know how it is. All it takes is just one. And so uh, today we look at John chapter 20, verse 19. We're taking a look at that during the entire message. The entire message. Let's recap. 24 hours earlier, Jesus was dead. Jesus was dead. His body was in the tomb. The tomb was sealed. It was supposed to be like that. And then comes that morning in which the, the knock at the door. We went to the tomb. Not only was the tomb uh, not closed, not only was the stone rolled away, we saw these guys in, in, in bright light and they told us Jesus wasn't there. He had risen. They said, go tell the guys. And so here we're trying to tell you, and we, you can't believe. And the guys are saying, well, I don't understand what you're saying, but I'm going to go see for myself. So two of the guys run out to the tomb, and they found it just as the women have said. 
What a great day. Jesus has risen from the dead, and we get to hear it first. On the evening of that day, on Easter Day, before 6 o'clock rolls around, on the evening of that day, the first day of the week, let's read this together. The doors being locked where the disciples were. What a great start for the day. Jesus has risen from the dead. Who else has done this in history? Who else has died for our sins and come back and now we get to tell the world? And just a few hours later, where are they? Locked in the room for fear of the Jews. All it takes is one thing. The greatest day, the greatest news ever. And they were in the room because they were fearful. And so as uh, I, I'm looking at this, uh, I'm looking at a, a President uh, Meyer from, he's the president of Concordia Seminary St. Louis. Uh, he writes something called the Meyer Minute. Uh, and uh, I just help, can't help uh, think about what he wrote last uh, on April 24th, he, he talks about this idea of um, this idea of, of, of being dead, being dead. And he brings us back as Lutherans uh, to the small catechism, to Luther's third article of the Apostles' Creed. Uh, we stood here and said, I, that would be y'all. I believe in the resurrection of the body. You claimed that Jesus was alive. That was your personal witness. And so Luther brings us back that we all confess this here, that we believe that Jesus indeed was raised from the dead. And he also writes that eternal future, that God will speak life into your dead body on the last day, means you will live differently in the here and the now. And so as I look out here, as I look, because this is a little different. I see y'all differently. I see you here. What am I looking at? when I look out and view each one of you? As I can see your eyes, what am, I, what am I looking at? Are you dead? Are you dead? Because as our theology points out, that if you are anywhere tainted with sin, you are dead in your transgressions. You are dead in your sins. So the question is, what am I looking at right now? What am I looking at? A bunch of zombies? A bunch of people that, that are, are dead and yet they go around walking because they're going around aimlessly? No. And so uh, President Meyer talks about going to, he goes to, a, he talking about going to a, a funeral. How many of you guys go to a funeral and go to talk to the dead body? Does a dead body talk back to you? You want me to 
let you think about that one? You need some time. Does the dead body that you go to the funeral for, does it talk back to you? No, it does not. What can you do on your own but to lay there in your sins? And so this morning, what am I looking at? A bunch of dead people who have confessed their sins to God and therefore received God's promise of forgiveness that makes you alive. And so this morning, uh, we take a look at that. Uh, President Meyer says this when he quotes Martin Luther. If we look at sin in our heart, it will be much too strong for us. We will live on forever. But if we see that it rests on Christ and is overcome by resurrection, then boldly believe this. That sin is dead and nullified. So the question of what am I looking at here? Am I looking at, at dead people? Or am I looking at people who have put their entire uh, future, their entire eternal life into the trust that comes from Jesus Christ? And so this morning as we take a look at, at this, uh, where are you? Are you locked in a room so that uh, your fear has overcome you? Or is it something in which we say that on this day is a day we mark even this morning because you have come here because it marks the day that Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and therefore we can live out a new life because of what he has given to us. We can look at that tomb, see it is empty, and therefore say death has no longer a grip on us. And I no longer will live by the threat of death because he has shown himself to the disciples. And so if we live out a life like that, what's that look like? A bunch of dead people? Or a bunch of people who have experienced that Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, has paid for my sins and therefore made me alive. Therefore, I'm going to go out into this world. I am not going to be chained in here. I'm not going to let any place be a prison to me. I am going to live out my faith in Jesus Christ. And so look at what the disciples do. They go out and eventually they're going out to the, to the rest of the known world. So this morning, even as we see this, Jesus Christ has appeared to all of us and said, even though you have not seen me, yet you believe. Blessed are you. And now we, we hear as people who are no longer dead, but yet made alive by his promises, we go out from here with the message of his name on our hearts. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lord God, on this day, we mark this day as a day you rose from the grave. Be with us, Lord, as Lord God, may your word be the power that propels us from this, your house, your sanctuary, to the place of your creation. In your son's name we pray, amen.